0: Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey everyone, Cliff here. So today we're gonna continue our series into uh, building that movement. You know, finding those 1,000 raving fans. And today we're gonna be talking about culture and not employee culture. Be back after the intro. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you wanna get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff Dubinwa, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven figure empire. And this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test. And I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, World Changers, Cliff here. Uh, <laughs> Today, you're joining me in uh, Studio M, Studio Mobile. Uh, I'm out for a walk. For those of you uh, that don't know, I am from Michigan, and we are now into almost the end of September, going into October. And it has occurred to me that these nice days uh, are not going to stay nice forever. So I'm doing a lot more walking, getting out more. And this means that uh, you're coming along with me for my walk. Uh, the view is absolutely gorgeous. Things are still green, but they're going to start turning uh, beautiful colors here before too long. So uh, anyways, what I want to do is I, I, we're going to continue our conversation about uh, you know, the, the growing your business with regards to you know, creating a movement, finding those you know 1,000 raving fans. In the last episode, uh, episode 137, we talked about uh, the need for a charismatic leader, which is you. By the way, if you're listening to this, podcasting being a great platform for you to get your uh, manifesto out there. Speaking of manifesto, uh, we're gonna be talking about culture. And I'm not talking about your internal company culture, even though that could be a whole episode in and of itself. No, what I'm talking about is the culture of the customer base that you are collecting. So I have been a big advocate of defining your avatar, making sure that you understand clearly you know, what your avatar is, if you, if you don't have you know, like a very clear visual in your mind of who the person is that you are targeting, uh, then your marketing is just gonna fall flat. You, you just won't know who it is that you're really talking to. And so by having that clear image in your head, then uh, you know you know exactly who it is. But the thing is, when you create that avatar, you know there's so many traits about it, you can visualize that person in your head, you know, but really that person's going to come in all different shapes and sizes, right? So uh, an example of this, and I know I talked about this before in a previous episode, uh, is if you go into your Facebook marketing and put in your perfect avatar uh, into their ads, right, of people who are interested in this and, you know, between this age range stuff, da-da-da-da, you're going to find, uh, just using that platform alone, that you could potentially you know, have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people as your avatar, right? So, you know, just because you're making your avatar specific, uh, specific doesn't mean you're necessarily cutting out the market. It's that you're, you're improving your message, right? You're, you're crystallizing your message to make sure that you're speaking to the right person. So what is that message? What is it you're trying to convey? Well, in the last episode, we talked about the charismatic leader, right? What are your beliefs? What do you believe as far as, Uh, you know, your company goes, how you treat people, how you treat uh, your customers and clients, how do you run your business? How do you treat your employees? What is it that you believe in? What are the nonprofits uh, that you you donate money to? What are the causes that you firmly believe in? And, And I throw out all those questions because every time you define one of those questions, you are coming closer to creating a culture. And this culture is actually what is going to attract your raving fans, because they're out there looking, right? Everybody wants to be a fan, you know, of somebody. Everybody wants to cheer somebody on. Everybody wants to be a part of something uh, special. And by having your business that is out there, of course, you already know, uh, if I were to say to you, hey, what makes your business different, or what makes it special, or whatever it is, you know, hopefully uh, you've already, (laughs) You've already hammered that out. You're not a me too business, but as long as you have that, uh, clearly defined in your head, that message that you portray out there is what's going to start drawing the raving fans to you. The charismatic leader, uh, delivers it. And it doesn't matter what industry that you're in. Uh, you know, you could even take something as simple as like cars, right? So in the last, Episode uh, I talked about uh, GM. Right, I don't know, I don't even know who the CEO of GM is. I'm, I was lazy, I didn't even bother to look it up for this episode. Uh, but the you know, you take something like buying a car, right, and you think to yourself, Well, how can there be somebody, you know, a person who buys a car, right? Well. The charismatic leader that comes to mind when I think about automobiles is Elon Musk. And he is on uh, this mission. He created, you know, Tesla and he's been producing cars. People love the cars. Uh, (laughs) I have to admit, I'm kind of smitten with the cars myself. I just wish the battery technology was better. But uh, anyways, those cars are capable of doing really good things. And so his company uh, is out there. He is, you know, by definition, the charismatic leader. And I know he's gotten some flack. Um, for some of the choices that he made you know like for instance well when he was interviewed on Joe Rogan and I guess he was smoking a joint or something and everybody kind of wigged out about that but you know at the end of the day he's still the CEO of that company he's still dreaming big Uh, I follow him primarily because of SpaceX I've always been a fan of space exploration but here he is he is the charismatic leader And he has crafted a company around uh, his beliefs of what he thinks the future is. He's, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's probably, uh, you know, because a lot of people called Steve Jobs uh, a futurist. And I really think that Elon Musk uh, also would fit that definition as well. You know, Elon Musk is looking into the future and he's saying, okay, what's next? And then he is building it today and he's fearless about it. Absolutely love that about him. And if you go and you follow him on, you know, Twitter or on their Facebook page or whatever it is, you can see the uh, the raving fans that are just so excited, you know, me being one of them, uh, about, you know, uh, about him pushing uh, SpaceX and, you know, privatizing uh, space exploration, which I think is a really good path forward to us exploring the cosmos. But that's another conversation for here and there. Anyways, so because he is that charismatic leader because he has baked his core beliefs into the company and said this is what we stand for this is what we believe you know people that are out there that are buying cars go back and buy the cars again you know and so if you think about it right the big automotive players definitely have a leg up uh, as far as you know already being baked into not only the culture but into the laws and one of the things I did realize when I moved back to Michigan was the fact that, uh, you know, because of the powerful lobby unions that are out there, uh, lobbyists, you know, unions, GM, whatever it is, but they, you know, pretty much, uh, Elon Musk could not open up a Tesla dealership in Michigan. And it wasn't until just recently that he finally got approval to do it. But I was kind of surprised by that, that that they stonewalled him so much from opening up a dealership in Michigan. So anyways, he has created a culture. He has created uh, raving fans. Of course, this is on a large scale. Now, if you back this off, take your local artist, for instance, the charismatic leader, right? Somebody play guitar or harmonica or, uh, you know, a poet or a book author. So, so for instance, here's a classic example. I belong to a Facebook group uh, that's called uh, 20 Books to 50K. And the guy who runs this Facebook group he uh, has a roadmap in there that you can it's like a 35 page document but he actually walks through you know if you're a writer this is how you can make a living writing books told you i was outside you can hear all the bugs (laughs) anyways he's like hey this is how you can you know make a living uh writing books and he has a, a complete treatise in there that he continually updates and tweaks you know market changes if amazon changes anything else like that and there are people in there that are using that as their bible to make a living being uh, published authors and so this uh, group that i belong to is really super active and the people in there are absolutely loving it they're loving the information the guy gives it away for free you know the the only thing is is you know you just can't spam the group you know that's his only rule but yeah and then they have uh, conventions once a year where they meet in vegas and talk about uh you know the independent author publishing platforms that are out there or whatever it is. But anyways, so by putting out a cause, by creating something that you can let other people believe in as well, you know, cause people would want to believe that they could, you know, make a living writing books. People want to believe that uh, the future is not in the future, but it's today. All it takes is that one person to, to go out there and convey that message and people hear that message they listen in and of course you know as usual they vote with their wallets so once you go out there and you start uh sharing your beliefs and creating you know your your customer base around it uh you're going to be attracting now that is to say and i know i talked about this in the last episode that isn't to say that you know if you go out there and say uh, and this recently uh, started happening more and more uh, with one of the uh, one of the groups that i belong to Uh, but the leader has started expressing uh, his uh, faith in God. Uh, He's actually Mormon, and so he's actually put a couple posts out there where he's actually talked about God, and this has become more a part of his uh, profile online. And I know there's atheists out there who were his customers that probably hated that uh, more than anything, probably said, you know what, this guy's crazy. I'm out of here. We obviously don't believe in the same things. So I'm gone. And it's crazy because, you know, for him to run this software company that does all these amazing things for people to walk away just because he says he believes in God does just strikes me as a little funny. Uh, But anyways, you know, there are going to be people that are going to be turned off by your message. And you know what? That is okay because the goal of all this is to find that culture and to attract the right customer, not any customer, but the right customer, the one who's going to continue to come back, the one who's going to continue to open their wallet to you. That's what you're looking for ultimately. So anyways, creating that culture uh, is just as simple as putting your message out there. You know, what do you believe, you know, what is important to you? You know, like for instance, uh, family, right? There's nothing wrong with going out there and talking about your family. And I know a lot of people out there uh, believe in family, but the key difference is, is that, I have met people in my life that, you know, family is everything. I have met other people that family is convenient, (laughs) you know, and uh, I, I hate to say that, but if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, you know, I wouldn't believe it. So, you know, for me in every transaction that I do, I always just make sure to say to myself, you know what, family always comes first. And because of that, you know, there's going to be some people that are like, you know, Hey, why aren't you working on a Saturday? Or why aren't you working on a Sunday? Or, you know, if my mom's birthday falls on a Wednesday and I take a half a day to take her out to lunch and to celebrate her birthday, and people get upset at me because, you know, I'm not working. Well, because family comes first. Family always comes first. And uh, with the passing of my father, that message has never rung true, truer for me than it has over this past six months. So that's just the way that it is. You know, there isn't any anything that somebody could send an email to that uh, can't hurt for it to sit uh, over the weekend or the next day, you know, governments are not going to fall. Economies will not collapse. So anyways, just want to talk to you about creating that culture. I am going to be back in the next episode uh, to talk about the really cool stuff and uh, the new vehicle, so to speak. Anyways, I will catch you in the next episode. Cheers.